Hi, Linda Fields here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. All work is holy. Say that with me. All work is holy. Now say it again with my work. My work is holy. Now this time, I want you to put the emphasis on is. My work is holy. And this time, emphasis here. My work is holy. So when you go to work on Monday morning... No more of this rolling your eyes back like, oh my gosh, it's Monday morning. I want you to say, this is my honor to go into this job on Monday morning with all of my heart. Your calling is that thing inside of you that uh, bubbles up, that helps you love to do certain things, that helps you kind of know your place in the marketplace. Many different terms you can use and get all fancy about it. I want to keep it real simple right now. There's a calling on your life to do holy work with God. You have certain gifts, talents, strengths, and certain things you're really good at and that you just love and you feel so alive when you're doing that thing. Those are all tremendous indicators of your calling. You may love working with steel, like this man back here. You may love roofing, like this man back here. You may love supplements, like this man right here. You may love um, investments, like this man right here. You may love die cut. Did I say it right? Like this man right here. And so uh, I, if I had time, I could go around the room to every one of you, and you're like, oh, I, I love what I do. I'm pretty good at it. You know, I really want to do better at it, and I want to meet God in it. And so there's a calling in you that's expressed through all of your various roles. So if you're good at that thing, whatever it is, you're going to have an expression of it in your business and in your, your career, in your civic community activities. You're going to be drawn to participate in certain kinds of things in the, the community. Uh, you're going to have a cause you're passionate about, and you have a church that you go to. But it's the same you, it's the same calling being expressed in various places. So you don't take off your calling hat just because you're in one of these circles or another. And once you get that straight, you will save so much bandwidth and confusion over wondering if you're in your calling or not, or if this counts or not. It all counts. And the things that are inside of you, the giftings and the desires you have, they'll look a little different in these different expressions. But understand, it's you and your um, one unified heart and spirit going full out to do holy work for God. So it's not about quitting your job to go into full-time ministry, not about making your workplace into a prayer house or a church. You do a little of that along the way, but that's not the real assignment. It's not about even having to have a Bible study at work. 
starting a business to give to missions while you treat your employees wrongly. Ouch. I have heard uh, stories from more than one company where people said, my boss is supposed to be a Christian, and he treats us awful in our, in our jobs. And he's not fair, and he's not honest, and he talks about his mission trips all the time and wants to go to this orphanage or that orphanage or whatever. That is a terrible testimony. It's great to do those things if God's called you to do them. There's something wrong with that picture when we're not taking care of business at home. So it's wrong to prostitute our work to just feel good about a gift to God for missions to make it all okay. What I've watched in Marketplace Ministry, people have been trying to get this straight. There's been such a serious divide in our hearts and minds. And so we're just scrambling. You can't blame people. I mean, they're just trying to do the next thing that could help avoid the pain or solve the pain. Um, but I think when Christians get hold of this and become the spiritual professionals that we're invited to be, we're going to be doing the best work there is. We're going to be setting the bar. We're going to be doing things that bring these anointed solutions to a problem. And the evidence will be undeniable. It will be right in front of us. You could call it God-made success. They don't know you got up and did a prayer planning your day activity to get started asking God for that anointing to solve a problem or that answer to the financial crunch or whatever it is that needs to be solved. But guess what? You do that a while and they run into a problem, they're going to come to you. Why? They've observed your track record. And so we need to make a track record right where we are and quit trying to... to uh, Christianize it or religionize it to just make ourselves feel better. It's like there is so much available that if you went to work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and exhibited integrity and honesty and love, and you were the best at your game, you did the best spreadsheets, you did the best structures, you did the best blueprints, you did the best, 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 do you know that that in and of itself would be a tremendous crown to lay at the feet of Jesus? When you see him, he's going to say, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with those skills I put inside you? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do the Bible study or shouldn't do the mission trip. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying when you do that to try to fill the niche or the void that is there to really do your work as holy unto God, there's a big disconnect. And one will not satisfy the other. So what is it about a life of prayer, a life of humility? Now, I just told you to go conquer it all and be the best, but you have to be humble. <laughs> um, humility is just understanding God ha God's ways are higher than ours. It's kind of a divine setup, actually, and it's masterful. Um, but a life of giving, a life of holiness, a life of faith, a lot of these things you've been answering on your spiritual professional assessment they're the practicals of what this stuff looks like in everyday life. So this is how we develop a stride and a consistency and a framework for living that will sustain us. And we're not just trying to live from conference to conference or trip to trip or prayer meeting to prayer meeting. So it means, first of all, let's just repent for seeing work as anything less than sacred. Let's just do that right now. Oh, God. Oh, God, forgive me for all the times I've grumbled about having to go do just this job. Lord, uh, forgive us for not seeing your grand scheme of how awesome it'll be 
one day when we see you, to have said, be able to say, God, I did that with my whole heart for you. As a clerk, as a Chick-fil-A sample man, as an industrial worker, as an entrepreneur, as a doctor, as a lawyer. And Father, thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the forgiveness and the privilege right behind it, God, to really soar in these arenas where you have placed us. So Lord, we love you. We like your plan. We're liking it more and more. It means to embrace wholeheartedly your holy call to work. It means to resist the offense. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get all excited about this while we're here together. And Monday, somebody's going to probably punch you in the gut <laughs> with an accusation about this whole thing. And... Um, Resist the offense. They're, they've got an incomplete view. This is my conclusion, my way of saying it. The people who don't get this, I, I want them to get it. And I'm not saying I know it all. I'm on a journey. Please understand that. Uh, I'm sure that's cl clear. But um, those who would mis misrepresent God's heart on this, they just have an incomplete picture. And so just live it before them and just pray for them to see it as well. But you have to resist the offense. That, that will trip you up. So don't get set off by that. Develop your call and your dream and step up in confidence. Be the one that comes in with the gifts God's put in you and your divine and unique expression of what you're called to do. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org slash ppyl.